The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. We are going to move on to our uh, book story, second word domination book story. So Wela Langeni is the owner of Book Circle Capital in Johannesburg. And uh, there's always an important engagement when it comes to the idea of independent bookstores as well. We've spoken to uh, uh, Bridge Book Books, Bridges Books. We also know that there's Love Books. And now we have Suela with uh, Book Circle Capital. Suela, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Michelle. Hi. Suela, let's um, just talk to this idea of being an independent book owner. It seems to me that that is something that's absolutely critical, which is not to blow away the importance of more commercial bookstores, but just uh, looking at the opportunities that an independent bookstore offers. Tell us about that. Yeah, I, I think in, 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 in our economy, we need both. We need the big stores and we need the smaller stores. Um, the opportunity that exists with smaller stores is that um, engagement with the owner uh, and understanding yeah. the story behind why we exist. Uh, that opportunity to not feel like a number, um, and and one of the things we do is also that opportunity to profile the work of each of the authors. I mean, you would know, speaking to authors, the amount of work that goes into the books that they come up with. So we pride on ourselves in in curating those stories and making sure that they have a longer, you know, lifespan on our shelves. They have more. Uh, celebrations around it, around events and, and profiling them. So the independent store gives that personal touch to the stories and to the customers that walk into our doors. Let's talk about that independence with regards to the types of books that you're able to choose as well. So obviously yes. in a commercial bookstore, you're going to have a diversity of books because uh, yes. you're looking at a diversity of markets as well. What uh, I like about your book is that you've gone and said, okay, we are going to focus specifically on books from the African continent and the like. Tell us about that. Yes. So, I mean, um, this was motivated by when when you walk in the, the main stores, you'd find that more stories about us, about the continent, about South Africa, have a, a smaller uh, a smaller section, although it is changing. That I'll give kudos to that. But our motivation was we want the whole shop to focus on South African stories. Uh, we want uh, 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 to feature some independent authors that may not be linked to, to a publishing house, but are doing great work, especially in the children's literature where we see more and more stories, uh, local stories by parents, by authors, just wanting to to have kids see more stories that talk about South Africans, that, that with, with with book covers that represent themselves. So, so that's that's what motivated what we are about. Uh, we we believe that we're a continent full of of beautiful stories, and which should have a place, and that place is book circle capital. Certainly, Suelo, when we look at books uh, from South Africa, we've seen a massive increase in books being written by South Africans. Yes. What we've also seen is um, uh, the, the challenge, of course, becomes with that increase is, uh, I suppose one could call it a diversity in quality. There, mm. are, there are some books which are self-published which don't have proper editorial support, and mm. you can see that in the book. There are other books which are have huge um, editorial support. How, how do you resolve that in the books? Do you say, listen, I'm putting all the books out there and it's up to the reader to make that decision, or do you help them with that choice? Suela? Oh, 
we really do seem to be having huge problems with the lines. This is not a good sign on a Sunday morning. Makes me want to breathe and try and breathe as much as I possibly can. Do a little bit of yoga. We're trying to get uh, Siwela back on the line. I think it's an important question around the fact that we are seeing so many more books. Siwela, we do have you back on the line. Yes. Um, I'm not sure if you heard my last question around. I, I did. Great. I, Go for it. I did about the quality. Yeah. So how we resolve it is yes, you're absolutely right. So with the with the resurgence of content, uh, we've seen that sometimes quality does become compromised which is something that we'll discuss with the author one-on-one to say, um, oh. just co- look at some of the stuff we have, uh, look at we, and, and just try and make sure that you, you meet that. And uh, most of the authors uh, do take that into consideration and maybe in their second print, they'll, they'll, they'll make those changes. And, and some of them will say, unfortunately, we cannot take that for now uh, because uh, when, when, a, when a customer walks in store and your, your, your book is standing side by side, those books that have that editorial support, it's obvious you can see it and and also mm. in, in as much as we want to have we want our, our children to have uh, that access to our stories we wanted to have in that quality to show that we showed that that that, that intention so it's a discussion I'll, I'll i'll raise a discussion and say uh, maybe the the paper quality the spelling yeah. mistakes and 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 this is something that i see that even amongst the, the literature community um People are raising it to say authors should be mindful of that. It's important to get a, an editor. It's important to get somebody that's going to do your typesetting professionally yeah. uh, if, if you want your book to, to, to have that, that standing. Suela, so, you, you, it's such an interesting conversation, this, because I have been thinking about it a lot. And mm-hmm. recently um, I did read something that an author wrote to say, not everybody is an author and can be an author. And yet, I think all of us, and I must say, I'm, I hold in awe anybody who writes a great book because I just mm. think how extraordinary. But we do have the danger that everybody thinks my story is the story that has to be told, finished and clear. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and we see that a lot in the, in the bookshop. Yeah, yeah. We, see that, we see that a lot. And I, I look, I don't know, I can't say uh, not everybody's an author. But I'm saying, in as much as we want our stories to be told, we have to do the work behind making sure that it's a it's a product that somebody wants to pick up. Uh, as as a, as a, as, a, as, a, as a salesperson, in the end, I need to be able to sell that book, and mm. the story has to be something that somebody will spend their money and their time to read it afterwards. So, 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 uh, what my message is always. Spend the time to make sure that you know it's 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 backed up right. There's lots of people doing uh, master's classes now. Even Bridgebook that you mentioned, they're yes. doing master's classes to help people to understand the value chain. It's not just about the story, also, because what we also find is people will, will want to bring their books to the store and then that's it. No more promotion, no more <laughs> nothing, no more connection to your story. The book is supposed to just fly off the shelf by itself. So understanding that you know. Um, if it's if it's such a passionate project for you, it has to continue being passionate even after you've left it on the bookshelf. So if you were going to challenge people who say, okay, I'm going to write a book, and then like within three weeks they've written a book, how would you challenge them to really tease that out and improve on the quality? You mentioned the fact that there are masterclasses. What other things would you suggest and advise? Yeah, three weeks would be a short time. I mean... <laughs> Would be a really short time. I mean, I also thought, I, I'm also thinking of writing something, but one of the, and I've been talking to a lot of people that have written that are also writing. Reading is very important. I'm yes. seeing a lot of authors that, that want to write, but don't read anybody's work. 
uh, people will walk in the shop and, and ask that we have their books in, but they will not even pick up a book in the same genre. So if you read, if we've hosted a lot of people in the shop, Fred Kumalo, uh, we've hosted uh, Bonamuhal, a lot of people, uh, Nolita, they'll talk about how much they read yeah. uh, and how much they read, how much the literature they've amassed has influenced the kind of work they do. So w- I would challenge people to say, who are you reading in that same subject? Uh, we did a we did a, re- a podcast with um, Maloselanga, who's done yes. becoming men, I and mean, he was talking about how much he reads and how much he still continues to read. So I would challenge the reading, I would challenge the editing, I would definitely challenge the typesetting, and and your your plan beyond the book is published. How how would you make sure that it continues to have a life uh, after after it's on, it's on the shelf? Suela Langeni, some excellent advice, the owner of Book Circle Capital. Suela, if people want to get hold of you and find out more, how do we do it? Our website is bookcapital.co.za. We are also present on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and it's Book Circle Capital. Fantastic. That's uh, Suela Langeni. She's the owner of Book Circle Capital. And I have to say, I really do think that is valuable advice. It is uh, time to read more in order to write more as well.